Welcome to Geek Out with Angie Feeder-Sutton, an ongoing discussion on geeky topics. Welcome to a video version of Geek Out, uh, where everything is geeky. Today was the first day of the Paley Fest for the fall TV season, and I got to attend the screening of Son of Zorn and The Exorcist, and here is my short reviews of both of them for Geek Out. Uh, first of all, Son of Zorn. This is one I had come across the trailer for a couple of weeks ago, and my response was, okay, this is just bizarre enough to be interesting and to be intriguing. Um, if you're not aware of the plot, it's basically um, an XP of the He-Man character and those type of co- uh, cartoons um, visit uh, who has married and had a son um, with someone from quote-unquote Earth, a real, the real world, and he is now trying to, uh, in a sitcom-esque fashion, trying to uh, connect to both his family and his ex-wife, who is uh, affianced to someone else. Um, it was definitely a pilot, and definitely had um, some interesting. It, it was definitely something. It's not. It wasn't that it was bad. Uh, trust me, I would be if you've read any of my negative reviews. I am usually the type of person that I will tell you if I did not like something. Um, I didn't dislike it, but I didn't love it with passion either. Uh, Had a few bumpy roads, had a few jokes that I felt didn't play that were leaning on sexism, Um, but the concept itself is still intriguing enough to where I definitely want to keep watching it. Um, Had a lot of good jokes in it too, so that's why I am definitely going to keep watching it, especially for me. um, For those of you who don't know, I'm a recent resident of L.A. I came here in 2013 to go to USC, and the first episode is The Return of Orange County, and so there was a lot of visual references that it wasn't necessarily a joke per se, but as someone who's new to L.A., I was like, oh, I know exactly where they are. So that was fun to kind of watch, and it was... Entertaining, uh, believe it or not, the animation was the best part of it. The act, uh, live actors kind of felt a little trying too hard. Um, and so it felt a little weird. I do have to admit that Cheryl Hines won me over primarily because my brain kept on insisting she was Ann Wheaton. She looks a lot like Ann Wheaton. And so my brain kept on saying, is that her? No, no, it's not. It's Cheryl Hines. She did a great job. Um, and so it's interesting enough to where I, I'm definitely going to keep watching. But it's it's kind of on a, on a scale of 1 to 5 at a 3 currently. So if it doesn't get better, I will definitely... Um, not necessarily watch the full season. Um, On to The Exorcist, if you're not familiar. This is yet another lineup in a string of reboot slash remakes that are based off of movies. Uh, We're actually going to be talking about remakes and reboots reboots in an upcoming episode of uh, Echo Chamber, so uh, stay tuned for that. But... um, So it's loosely based off of the movie. Uh, Let me give you a little background about my relationship with the movie. Uh, Growing up, I was never a big fan of horror movies. I came into them as a fan uh, fairly late in my life, I'd say early to mid-20s, where I finally got over my initial fear of horror movies and I started watching them. And at that point, I decided to kind of go through all of the uh, classics. I I did a uh, group 
party where we watched the original Halloween, the original Friday the 13th, the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, a few years later, I then caught The Omen and The Exorcist. And so by that point, um, I was so aware of their impact on culture that I, especially with The Exorcist, I was like, okay, I can see why people really, really love this movie. But for me personally, it was so much part of the culture already that I was just like, was a little disappointed in the end result. So I wasn't, uh, I'm not a huge fan of the movie. Um, so I wasn't exactly looking for, you know, I wasn't planning on really watching this series. I knew we were, uh, we do plan on recapping actually both of them on sci-fi for me. And we have had a few ex- uh, episodes, articles about the exorcist and the attachment of the various things so i you know i was aware on it from a pop culture standpoint but i really was kind of gonna just let everybody else take care of it and maybe catch it if i was ever you know scrolling through netflix or that kind of thing this episode actually kind of watching it this changed my mind i might actually add this to my fall repertoire i was surprisingly impressed with it um it was very uh well done i was uh kind of going into it expecting a bit of a schlock fest uh again because of it being based off of a movie and because of the remake reboot uh trend i was expecting it to maybe not be so good i was actually it was very well done and i was the, the special effects especially were really well done. And there are one or two moments that I can't go into detail because I don't want to spoil the pilot episode that I was like, okay, that, that, that wasn't creepy at all. No, no. Um, I was also highly impressed with the diversity. One of the reasons I was interested in the movie was the attachment of Gina Davis as part of the cast. If you are unaware of Gina Davis's work um, and the Center for Media, she is very strongly into the portrayal of women on camera, portrayal and having women on back camera. So she's very much into women on screen. And so that one I was, you know, I was... Not surprised, but, you know, happily impressed that we did have some good, strong female characters uh, that are showing up in this pilot episode, especially her two daughters. I can't say any more without spoiling it, but they definitely steal the show. Um, and then we, our lead is a Hispanic Catholic chief, Father Tomas, played by Alfonso Herrera. Um, he did a fabulous job. I'm already rooting for him to go bad because it's that kind of show where you know at least he's going to be tempted uh there's already some hints as to how that temptation is going to happen in this pilot episode um and surprisingly i did not realize that alan ruck was part in this and i was like oh that's alan ruck it's cameron uh which i know he probably gets a lot of but anyway um so i was happily Impressed with the pilot enough to where I might actually add this to my fall repertoire, assuming I can carve out time to add that to my list of uh, all the TV shows I'm already watching and and needing to catch up on. Um, And it, um, I'm really curious as to where it's going. So to sum up, Son of Zorn um, not didn't quite live up to what I was expecting. But it wasn't bad enough for me to say, okay, I'm not going to watch it anymore. I'm going to still give it a chance, but on a scale of one to five, where five would be like, I'm raving on it on a lunatic, one being like, it's the worst thing ever, it's kind of at a three this moment. So it's got a few more episodes uh, in it, probably, that I'm going to give it a chance and see how it plays out. 
but it's uh, already kind of on that wire of if it doesn't improve, I may not continue watching. Um, the Exorcist, on the other hand, I had gone in expecting fully to have a two, maybe a three, and I'm already at a four. I'm like, okay, I might actually add this to my list and uh, keep watching. Uh, if you're a horror film, a horror fanatic at all, I think you're, there's going to be some great uh, twists and uh, you know, scares in there. And Son of Zorn definitely has some good comedy. So those are my summaries of Son of Zorn, The Exorcist. For our continuing Paley coverage, we are going to be doing the panel and the red carpet for From Dusk Till Dawn, the series, tomorrow night. And then later next week, I'm going to be <gasps> Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Yay! I am so hoping to not fangirl out over Bruce Campbell. But he is, like, <coughs> one of the reasons I kind of like this kind of stuff. And it looks like I'm breaking up now again a little bit. So I'm going to wrap this up, say thank you for watching Geek Out, and continue being geeky. Thanks for listening to Geek Out with Angie Fiedler Sutton. The theme song is Schoolyard Haze by Jerry Pitkin, available via the Free Music Archive. The podcast is recorded in partnership with Sci-Fi for Me Radio and released under a Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share-alike license. Links for more information on all this are available on angiefsutton.com.